Forever in Electric Dreams and Blue and Green Radio present a 90s State of Mind podcast. Radio in a 90s state of mind. <laughs> Welcome to blueandgreenradio.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, friends. You're tuned in to another episode of the 90s State of Mind podcast. This is episode five. Uh, my name's Imran, and this is this this podcast series is something of a collaborative effort from the good folks over at blueandgreenradio.com and the good folks over at foreverinelectricdreams.com. Uh, they have afforded us the, uh, the avenue to kind of sit down and celebrate uh, this wonderful decade of music uh, that be the 90s and some of the amazing music that it spawned so this is episode 5 past episodes have seen me and other uh, revolving uh, a revolving door of blue and green radio presenters we kind of get the opportunity to sit down and uh, we've discussed the Mary J Blige's My Life Sade's Love Deluxe and Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite and today's episode sees Rhonda and myself discuss the wonderful effort the wonderful project from Diggable Planets um, the album is their sophomore uh, release in 94 with their debut only coming out in 93 so we're looking at Blowout Co available through Pendulum Records uh, what is very exciting about this one is the fact that Rhonda has been a long time fan of the album and I'm a fairly recent convert only having picked it up about probably a little bit less than a year ago uh, for a little bit less than a year of uh, from this recording so uh, maybe 10 months prior to this so we're kind of coming at it from different angles and perspectives and it's uh, I think you'll agree hopefully it makes for a really really interesting conversation so um, we uh, regular listeners of this podcast will know that um, we feature two songs Rhonda as our guest will be picking our closing number but I had the luxury of picking the opening one so um, it's uh, <laughs> it's a daunting task for an album that is absolutely perfect but I will in this case be introducing you guys to the album through one, the wonderful uh, Black Ego so uh, I thought it was a nice opener to the show and get, as I say a great introduction if you've never heard this one before so uh, following this song right now we'll then go straight into uh, Rhonda and I discuss the project I'm in London UK Rhonda is in San Jose California um, yeah <laughs> we're both living quarantine life so there you go um, thank you very much for tuning in uh, please feel free to visit us at blueingreenradio.com and of course at foreverinelectricdreams.com as well thank you very much friends hope you enjoy the show
whatever, man. Whatever. You understand me to be rights I've explained to you. Oh, like I ever had rights, kid. You wish to give up the right to remain silent? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. So now let's let into in my pocket pack, pummel in our epic, black at the black. I walk again, you a shade gray. Come display mazes in black, fire in the west, shit is shaking, it's fine. I'm in Nikki's Wonder Woods and Vinyl Time, up the forts where I'm caught, and my thought is shaking up a few loops. Now I let my cool shoot, K wrist one, cause we fade in and out. Are you swinging or coming now? I'm solid on this store. This ain't living, it's heavy every setback, even when I was a shorty. Now we cross you in your fold, right? Check me in another place, space and joy. Nothing you can serve could ever ace me, boy. Fat laces, I'm not fatly, no babies. That's right, baby.
For our nineties series, this is really exciting because this is our first uh, hip hop uh, discussion, which is super cool. Yes. So we, we've obviously on, on past uh, podcasts we have discussed nineties hip hop uh, quite a bit, I think. But um, for yeah, for for this series, um, what have we discussed so far? We had uh, uh, Maxwell's Urban, Hang Sweet, Shardays, Love Deluxe. We had and, um, um, uh, I'm D'Angelo. We had the answer. Uh, uh, yeah, Voodoo from from yeah. Um, yeah. What was the last one? I've gone blank as to. Uh, no, um, I think Sade was our last. Right. Anyway. No, no, um, no, no, no. Take that back, Mary J. Blige. It was another one, wasn't there? Mary, Mary J. J. Blige, yeah. my life, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get it. Yeah, we're like, where you guys been? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, this is our first hip hop conversation. This is really really yeah. cool. So, I mean, I guess that's probably a good jumping off point before we kind of delve into like uh, our current album uh, subject but like where were you with kind of 90s hip-hop were you uh, already a fan uh, is is 90s sort of the era that the decade that kind of pulled you into hip-hop and yeah where were you with just 90s with, with yeah 90s Oh, oh no. Me. Where were you with hip hop in the 90s in general? Oh no no I was deep in in the into hip hop um wow. Because I, I grew up with even the Sugar Hill Gang, so cool. Wow. Um, so it's it's interesting to, you know, at the time you're living this. So you it's to look back now, it's like wow. But at the time, it was just like this is you know our music um, that we would hear at house parties or at school parties on you know cassettes, you know. Literally, we had cassettes then, so I can bring that up now. <laughs> and um, and we'd have our mixed tapes, and and so uh, I'm talking like mm, 
uh, high school. So by the nineties, I'm, I'm in, in just ending college. So I'm in full swing of, of being in, in, in my love for, for hip hop among other genres, of Mm. course, but yeah, hip hop is, is something that I, I really enjoyed listening to. And um, it was far more diverse at that time, I would say. Um, then I, it was, it it still was, there was different pockets of, you had political, um, you had the, 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 um, music that you heard when you partied. Um, do you mean like, are you talking about the nineties, the whole decade is sort of in general? Yes. Uh huh. Where you had just a whole different gambit of different genre and, and styles and the way people rapped and, and what they rapped about. There was just, sometimes it was just fun. Um, and, and it wasn't all gangster rap and it, mm. it wasn't mumble rap. And, and I have nothing against that because I I'm in, in a child of all of it. What I'm saying is <clears throat> when the record industry got a hold of what they wanted to sell, you know, and project to the rest of the world, then we narrowed the scope of what hip hop was sold to the rest of the world versus what I grew up with. It was like a, a real melting pot of different styles and music and, and ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, what I'm, I, I do miss some of that today. Yeah. Yeah. I found it a lot. I, my only gripe on probably nineties hip hop was the fact that there were these, 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 these sort of these pockets, as you say, which were all glorious in their own way, but it was very uh, segregated uh, at the same time. So I remember when uh, sort of s- slowly moving into early noughties now, but when Jay-Z mm-hmm. did the MTV unplugged with the roots mm-hmm. now, at that point, that was mind blowing because mm-hmm. these were two leading names from two very different, as you say, pockets. And mm-hmm. they had come together in a way that we hadn't really seen before. Yes. And, and to that, because early hip hop was a lot of sample. And, and when you take um, music out of schools, when people aren't and, and and so we're not playing instruments, right? Mm. Um, what do you do? You go through your parents' record collection, and yeah. you take from that. So that's what early hip hop did. That's we took samples, right? So then, when you come across a group like the Roots, that are, you know, live musicians and infuse hip hop in that way. And then you and then you bring that in with say a Jay Z who's um, <clears throat> that that fusion was was fantastic, yeah. but the fact that you can even have that right because, um, but that was later. But I mean, yeah, so the yeah. market that we're talking about now it's it's more you know you go through a collection and you 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 sample James Brown, you sample jazz, you sample soul music right but Mm. a large part of this because you don't have bands 
where you're playing instruments and you're having groups in that way. No, that's not how early hip hop was fostered. Mm-hmm. And so, then, you know, we're, we're kind of focusing on a, uh, a, a in a small way, uh, a sort of a, some, a somewhat slightly undersung pocket, uh, even mm-hmm. though it's, this is a pocket which had incredible breakout stars, like a tribe called quest, obviously. Yep. Um, however, obviously well, we should probably introduce our album. It is diggable yeah. planets and uh blowout comb. Uh, yes. It's their second album following their, um, their 93 debut, uh, which their lead single uh, garnered them a Grammy, which I, I, I didn't yes. know at the, at, the, mm-hmm. at the time, obviously, but um, we're talking about the follow-up, which came out in 94. Now what's really exciting about this conversation i feel like you're gonna have to do a lot of the heavy lifting in this because i only got this album last year i haven't i've had it for about six months so yeah and i heard of diggable planets but i'd never heard a song and i i don't know i think oh i picked up a so the first song of of them i got i randomly picked up one of those red hot and cool uh oh yes uh-huh. They had a there was a, a, a compilation called Stolen Moments, and there's a Digable Planet song on there called Flying High in the Brooklyn Sky, which doesn't yes. appear on either of the two albums inexplicably. Like it's such a brilliant, brilliant song. And I heard that one and thought, like, I've missed something mega. Like, that's an amazing record. <laughs> subsequently got blowout comb and i've honestly i've been in love with it since and i've got um the reaching album only last week uh, okay and i i deliberately didn't listen to it ahead of this conversation because i didn't want to 
I don't know. I wanted it to folk, you know, to. I didn't want to start talking about that. Going, oh, this one's brilliant. This one's brilliant. <laughs> I thought, let me just stay on Blowout Chrome as, as the only. Yes, 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 yes. Planets record I've heard. So I wanted to sort of stay in that. Uh, oh no, that's that fair way. because you know it's easy to to do that, and then you've got the the harder part of pitting the albums against each other and to yeah. look for differences to talk about. So yeah, you know, that's that's actually a better way to do it. Um, so what, yeah, but, what was your introduction to Dig More Planets? I guess it was way back in those those glorious nights. Yeah, it was it was the first album because it came out um, the re- the rebirth of Slick. Straight out of our lids. Them, they got boo bodies, Harvard Brooklyn kids. Us floor rush when they DJ booming classics. You dig the crew on the fattest hip hop record. He touched the kinks and sinks into the sounds. She frequents deep, fatter joints called undergrounds. Our funk zooms like you hit the Mary Jane. They flock to booms, man, boogie had to change. Who freaks the clips with mad amount percussion? Where kinky hair goes to unthought of dimensions. Why's it so fly? Cause hip hop kept some drama. When butterfly rock the light, loose sway boomers. What by the cut? We push it off the corner. How was the buzz entire hip hop era? Was fresh and fact since they started saying Audi. Cause funk's made fat from right beneath my hood. The pooba of the styles like miles and shit. Like 60s funky worms with waves and perms. Just sending junky rhythms right down your block. Because yeah. it also had, you know, back then we still had MTV showing music videos. So you had the video <laughs> that went with the song and it Great was video, cool yeah. and it was slick. So if you if you're into Tribe, um, so um, knowing that you know, I had mentioned before where a lot of hip hop at that time were doing samples it's where you were dig where you were crate digging right what music was were you drawing from for to be your music for your 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 songs and so tribe was into jazz and and so is diggable so when you hear um, their first album when it just came out you know they just hit you with jazz right off the top yeah and so if if you're a jazz head or you're open to listening to it enough to hear that, then it opens you up to that. And that's that's yeah. the cool part <clears throat> of them as a group. So when you come to the the second album for me, I was already jazzed about the first album. I really liked them as a as a collective and their style, their laid back grooves, the the choice of using uh, certain the even the jazz that they used for their song selections. So I was already hooked on them as a group. So when Blowout Comb came out, the second one, then you're like looking what's going to be the next one thing from them. Right. And so this actually it was more political for um than the first album, which 
resonated with me too because at that time I was, you know, more politically minded. You know, I was younger, thinking, yeah, you know, and I was, you know, to be young and <laughs> just to be young. I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> so you think you're gonna, you know, take on, you know. I'm gonna take on the no, you're not taking on the government, kid. Go get a job. So you know, and so and anyway, um, but you know, even their subject matter resonated with me. Um, so I, I, I really did enjoy um, this album. Also, um, they the way they rap, it's um, it's it's real laid back, cool. It's almost like. You know, they go into the, and I know this is probably not how it happened, but you know, you go into the studio and they're like, yeah, let's play some records. Oh, that one sounds good. Let's cut that up. Yeah. yeah. And then they just start rapping over it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, they just like chill, like, yeah, I like that. Let's do it. Right. And um, I think the one thing about this album that you'll pick up when you go back to the first one later is that their vocals are lower. They're almost, almost sometimes they get washed out behind the music or um, integrated with the music, right? Except for Ladybug, because um, her octave is higher. So you can always tell when she's speaking on, on it. It doesn't get, her vocal doesn't get washed out or blended right. in with the music as easy as, say, Doodlebug. And um, I guess if people are like, who are we talking about? So we've got Ishmael. Butterfly right. Butler, <laughs> Mariana, Ladybug, Viriera, uh, and Craig Doodlebug Irving. Mm-hmm. And Doodlebug is also knowledge. Um, so, and it's knowledge is vocals that sometimes get, you know, muted with the music. So, but when I was looking at the research, that's what they wanted. They wanted their vocals in this particular album to be muted so that you would have to pay attention to what they were saying right Mm. sometimes you're like what did they say so then it draws you in to listen to them even more than if uh you know they stood out so Mm. it's very uh i have to give them that i didn't you know sometimes you know it's it's interesting play Mm. on uh technique to use yeah it's funny you yeah. mentioned about the the, sort of the jazz aspect there's you know other names within what was jazz rap in terms of tribe called quest and gangstar this mm-hmm. is diggable planets i mean listening to blowout comb is the only one where you i can't tell that it's like i know it's samples and i know that i think i believe there are uh, musicians on it as well but mm-hmm. i honestly couldn't tell where that's where the sample stop and the musicians begin it yes. sounds like it they are literally playing with a, a live band throughout the whole thing which, which is would, masterfully done exactly and and that would be i guess the the segue or the the precursor to say the roots right right um and and and, and it's great because um I was listening to actually um, their live version of this album and it's fantastic. And, and it, it did bring back to me how, um, how, how neat it is to have live musicians play with hip hop, right? You get yeah. that energy of the band with you while you're, you're performing and, uh, and it, it, it fosters 
um, you know, are used to, hey, I can play an, an instrument. Yes, please do. Please keep that aspect of art alive. Mm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is, um, it is masterfully kind of, uh, mm-hmm. kind of put together again you know with with tribe and uh and, and gangstar it's very clear it's certainly premier style that you're you know the way he kind of composes his music then you kind of you're very aware of it but um for 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 this it, <laughs> it's it's mind-blowingly good and it sounds like a 90s record so I, again i've only heard this from you know like six seven months ago and mm-hmm. it's like I know sometimes you can have an affection for a nineties record, uh, like in, in present day, but you have the affection mainly because of nostalgia. And you kind of think if I'd heard this record now, would I like it as much, you know, as if I, as opposed to, you know, having been in love with it 20 odd years ago, but like this, this one is, it's so strange because it's like it, you kind of like this is I've been waiting for this record I, I've been you know I've been almost looking for this record for a, a really long time you know like for, the, for like this sound and I yeah you know, it's kind of you know kind of really gutted that I had it's you know taken this long to, for me to kind of kind of get my hands on it and it doesn't sound you know, like it sounds like a, a 90s record in, in, in the best possible way, but it doesn't sound like something where I'm like, oh, this hasn't aged well. You yes. Know, it's, yeah, 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 is, yeah. Yeah. The only and... other time where I, I can feel like that happened was the first time I heard Sign of the Times by. <laughs> oh, oh God, no way. <laughs> and, uh, it's a genuine link, though. Like, oh. I have to say it. I've got <laughs> No way! I can't yeah. believe it. I remember, like when I heard, si- oh. I see, I'm so sorry. I didn't plan this. No, 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 this, no, no, but, uh, this is so great. And I'm that, but I'll be honest but, with you. I'm like, no way can we bring him up. No. <laughs> I think I have another one as well, but I'll say it <laughs> until the right moment. Um, Please but do. It's like the first time I heard "Sign of the Times." I heard that quite late in terms okay. of when I, I'm well into Prince at this point and I've got like 10 odd records and I hear Sign of the Times and that was when I thought, well, this is this is the record. This is the definitive Prince record where he's connected the dots in every possible and perfect way. And that was the same feeling I got with this in terms of even oh, though yeah. it's so many years later, I heard it and thought, well, this is literally the record I've been waiting for for a really long time and it's taken wow. me too, too long to kind of find it. So yeah, I, oh, I had no, to do it. Okay. I, yeah. No, no, I just, well, yeah. one, I'm sure if they hear this, they'll be like, wow, you tied this with Prince. That's awesome. And I'm like, yeah. Cause I, I just, I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't even want, I didn't even want to bring it up. Cause I didn't think I thought I would hex it. So I was just like, let me get through the album and then, through this session. Then I'll say something, but nope, we did it again. I love it. Oh, but, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> But you're right about, and I think this is, you know, just from like the first, you know, the, the May 4th movement, right? Starting, uh, starring Doodlebug, right from the beginning when you hear the jazz, right? Right. So right on the onset, you hear that and you're like, boom, and you're, you're brought in.
my Brooklyn Dodge Seven times four play I don't trip, she don't trip We don't trip, nah, we don't trip He don't trip, G's don't trip We don't trip, play, play, And then because of the the mix with the instrumentation, the musicians, it has that uh, um, that style that was able to stay. It, it's not dated, right? Right. Yeah. And 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 so that's why it sounds as as great now as it did then. And and I think that speaks to the musicianship. That um, that's that was utilized for for making this album. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm I'm impressed with you, sir. So <laughs> it's really funny. The coolest thing of the, the I was reading about um, kind of where like they had come from, and mm-hmm. I guess as individuals, they're from different places. There's um, mm-hmm. partners from Seattle. Yes. Um, uh, Ladybug is from, from Maryland, Maryland. Uh-huh. and uh, yeah, and I, I, just, I thought it was kind of really funny because it was a very kind of, I suppose, in a weird way, a UK kind of perspective where they had made that decision that if we're going to do this, then we need to we need to go to New York, we need yes. to go to Brooklyn because that's that's mm-hmm. hip hop, that's the home of hip hop, and that's if you're going to make it there, you're going to make it anywhere. Anywhere, it's very, that's kind true. of like a, a UK perspective of New York as well, in terms of like you know, I can imagine people here thinking, "I want to be a rapper. I'm going to go to New York. That's where it's going to happen. That's the hotbed of of kind of hip hop, you know." And back then, would you say that 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 was true? Yes, was that the, sort of the mentality uh, of, of it over there? Um, cause the birth of hip hop was in New York and early hip hop originated from there. So if you wanted to be part of it, um, that's where you went. Um, it wasn't until later on that, you know, you'd have West coast rap and, mm-hmm. and then you had the two coasts and then you brought in the South. Right. And, so that's really how it did. So yes, even if you were, uh, cause they had met in Philly and then said, you know, if we really want to do this, we got to go to New York because that's really where yeah. the culture is. And if you want to be a part of it and you want to do it, you got to go there. And so, yes, that's, that's how it is. Um, and if you have influences like KRS one or Rakim or, for Ladybug, it was MC Light and Queen Latifah, even though she's from Jersey. I mean, you're still in that area when you're right. talking about the creation of, of hip hop, especially in the early 90s. You were there, tribes yeah. out of Brooklyn. So you had the boroughs. So, you know, if you want to do borough check, where you're talking about the feature with Guru, which is a hot track. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. So cool. I love Guru. And I didn't look, I didn't see his name on the credits, like on the, just the outside. So when he, when I was listening to it for the first time, and I'm like, no way. That's so exactly. cool. Exactly. He's in there, right? Where I dwell 
well as where the warriors dwell Too many stories to tell, so on the block we don't talk Stack a loot and taking propers Might get a serious offer from a corrupt-ass copper So um, stop the nonsense, Brooklyn is the illest, the realest Observe these words as I reveal this Man, my people's out here, they get down for this Each one's a one-man gang with a crown for this Mad burners to handle any business And mad sneaky ways, so ain't leaving any witness Got way more drama than theatrical lessons So my suggestion, you come correct, no question Cause if you coming with that funny hot dog style You might get looted, executed, black mob style From East New York back to Fort Greene Brooklyn's classic, mystical magic scene See, see, I flush like a million bucks Down every app for like a zillion blocks Blowing out with my nappy hoods down full Blessing guest out limping past the wall with and he's also, I think, on oh, the art of easing. He's in that one too, awesome. right? So you have, the, so it's all being in that environment that you get to um, absorb it, right? So you have that, and then you have Ishmael visiting his family um, before they created this. That were in the Black Panther movement, and. The, in learning from them and that helped influence you know their subject matter so then they brought it back to New York and started documenting you know their love of New York but also you know like graffiti and and just talking about the New York vibe and the scene of of that area and and, and dealing with topics in that area at that time um, infused in it so when you look at the album cover, it's influenced by the Black Panther movement, how they would release their newspapers, right? Uh, when you pull out the the album cover and, you know, it's talking about subject matter, about political prisoners and things like that. So mm. there's, there's that aspect that, you know, comes through <clears throat> on this album. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a meaty project for them. Yeah. Do you you have the hard copy? Uh, I have the CD, but I also um, I had a buddy who had the album at the time. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't have it now. I, awesome. I gave yeah. it up for the CD, and you know, I, I <laughs> the cassette. So <laughs> I didn't want to bring back. I had a lot of early hip hop for me. I had on cassette, so so I could have listen to it in my car and and, and things like that. Do you still have your cassettes? No, I no. transferred. No, I have CDs. I. You know. What did you do with the cassettes? Oh, oh. no, don't answer it. Mm. I, I don't <laughs> even. No, I don't know now. Honestly, um, I'm thinking. Do I have any? I may have some in a box somewhere, but it's been. And I, I don't even. I don't even. Do I even have a? Do I have? I don't even know if I have a. I'm trying to think. Do I have a tape deck? If I, I, I don't even have a tape deck. Even if I found my CDs right now, so you know, it's, it's probably best that I don't go looking for them. So <laughs> it's a bit weird know. that the tapes would be in a box as opposed to on display over the fireplace. But whatever. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, in the heart. But no, I have my CDs there, sir. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. And I have some vinyl, just so you know. We, yes, you I know. know. We don't, you, wanna, you, we don't want the vinyl time. people coming after us. So, you know, <laughs> we have vinyl. Calm down. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 
what was your what was your opinion of of Ladybug as a as a rapper? Because she's she's fairly exceptional, I think. Just sort of listening to her, they they all are. They they genuinely yes. all are. Just they have such a distinct sound and presentation that is so anti a lot of what you would hear in the 90s from regardless of the pockets and uh it's it's such a refreshing album and i think um that that ladybug you know as something of a a a precursor to i guess a new era of female rapper that would come a couple years or a year or two after uh i guess that i guess from blowout comb um how how do, how do you kind of look back at uh, her and maybe you know the the music she made in comparison to to I guess the aforementioned legends that you mentioned Latifah and uh, MC Light etc. Um, I think she carried the baton from them. She she had stated that those were two of her heavy influences along with Bahamadia. Um, I like Ladybug. Uh, I liked her flow. I liked the things that she would rap about. She didn't want to be seen as a as an ornament, or you know, uh, uh, um, an extra on yeah. the the order. She had she could stand on her own and carry her place within the group. So they were they played well with each other, and and I think that's what what also led to the popularity of the group is that all of them, you know held their own together, right? And they yeah. infused their style that way. And I, I would even say it's like a it's a precursor to what you see with the Fujis that would come a little right. later. Right. Yeah. Uh and so that's why, yes, Ladybug and then you would see Lauren Hill, who then took the baton and then carried it forward. So mm-hmm. um yeah, she she was always uh forward thinking about and very concerned about what she rapped about. And um, and I'm not knocking some of the other um, subject matter of some of the female artists that come after because mm-hmm. everyone finds their niche in, in uh, the community. But I do resonate and I do appreciate when a female artist yeah. can speak with their mind, with intellect, and and has a purpose and um the message is positive for herself and for the community as a whole so that's how i'll i'll go out like that mm-hmm. yeah perfectly yeah. uh i was um i tried to look up to see what else she would have done outside of the two diggable planets albums and she has a, a 2005 album which i've tried to look up but i can't find on on amazon so i've got to get a copy of it Do you know the, the 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 title of the album uh this is my second prince reference so uh the title of, the, of her solo album her one and only i believe uh was called trip the light fantastic eerily no similar way. to the joy fantastic. oh no similar. oh um, no <laughs> Like is that we could not make that connection, um, but uh, yeah. So that no, came out two thousand and five, and I'd love to hear that one as well. So um, okay, we'll have to do before. some digging for that one. Yeah. Um, it's really yes. I don't know if the, the title comes from anything because I when I looked it up, I sort of stumbled on. Um, I don't. I, I never really know how much of say UK pop music makes its way overseas. But are you familiar with a, a singer called Sophie Ellis Bexter? No, she's a UK just a, like a like a pop 
dance singer. Oh, uh, okay. She had an album in 2007 called Trip the Light Fantastic. No way. And it's kind of, yeah, it's really bizarre. And it's, I don't know if that that's a phrase from something that they both just coincidentally a book that they read at the same time and or two years uh, later was so I'm not sure if it comes from something. It would be a strange thing to rip off like oh someone in the States did it. Yeah, I'll just I'll do it as well. <laughs> you know, it's kinda of like well they made it up. No, okay. Um but yeah, it's very bizarre that she had one just two years later. Uh Trip the Light Fantastic is the name of her album as well. So um, yeah, I, I tried to look up if it comes from anything, but i I was unsuccessful. Yes, uh, we'll out. have to see. We'll we'll do some digging. We'll have a a follow yeah. up. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to kind of. I'd love to get yeah. the ladybug. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I'll be on the search on the lookout. So we'll do some digging on that and yeah, awesome. uh, see what we find. Yeah. Um, as um as relates to uh, obviously blowout comb. However, what were some hmm. standout numbers for you? I know we've mentioned uh, Borachek, obviously with Guru and the the opener. Were there any others that were? Oh. I um I liked Ninth Wonder is a good one. Um and I think that's like one of their um uh singles that were released off of this album. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole world, Whole world. MC Yeah, just the way it hits you at the beginning, it's really nice. Um, I liked um, Dog It. That's good. Um, uh, I even I like Graffiti, um, Borochek. Um, I know which song I'm picking, so I'm trying to save it. But I like Jetting too, because that that's that's actually that was my my song. Back when the album came out, uh, and I liked Ninth Wonder, but Jitten was my my uh, was the one that I played a lot. Um, Black Eagles, another great one too. Great so, record. Um, so I mean, it's just it's just you know, and I love the way they use you know the jazz and the instrumentation for for them. So, you know, they just it just they let the music pull you in, and then. You're like, wait, wait. You know, sometimes you hear people and you're like, I don't understand what they're saying. You know, but this one's like, wait, are they too soft? What? And you get closer and then oh, now I got you really listening, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really good. I, I, yeah, this, I'm glad 
that um, this was a surprise pick for you, and that yeah. you had it had you know, a delightful time listening to it, right? So yeah. What are your favorites, sir? Since this is well, like this is the new thing for you. This is the new eyes, <laughs> fresh eyes. <laughs> uh, well, mindful. I feel like I'm about to mention your pick, so I'll, I'll oh. just gloss over. But. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Black Ego again that you said was yeah. oh, ridiculously good. Uh Dog It again, that was that was on my list. Uh Borough Check, uh that one yeah. just stays in my head. Um for corners uh as the uh the closer. Oh is, yeah, yeah, that's uh, a good one too, right? but there's just there's not there's not a wasted moment on the whole thing like you could literally say any and there's no disputing you know no one could really argue your picks on on this it's it's all of such an elite standard and it's one of those ones where it all just it you know where it's weird to pluck a song from from an album because it's so cohesive and everything is just like it's a jigsaw puzzle that's perfectly all in place and then to kind of pluck a song kind of like no you, you don't need to just take the whole take the whole the whole thing, thing right yes and it's really um it's a treat when you know in this in our current day of age where everything is streamed and you might get a couple of seconds skip yeah. skip or i just want this one i don't want the whole you know this is a really great project right back when that's what that's what you did you put a project together and then you released it right not just the singles right and um so you know i I commend them for saying you know this is we wanted to stand for something on this album we wanted you know our music choices to blend in you know and and it's the whole concept behind it and it and it's stood over twenty something years, which means that I have to keep owning that I'm twenty years older. But that's fine, you know. I, I'll own it. 
Which yes, I went like to college more. and I graduated at five people. Yes, go ahead. Yes, genius. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so no, I'm sorry. What were you asking? Would um, you like, have liked more from 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 them as a collective, other than the two albums that that there was? Yeah, and 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 I think um, I don't know. You know, if if you know, just personal things, you know, drew them in different directions after that. Um. But yeah, because of of uh, what they do when they t- they come together as a group, yeah, it's it's you know, I, I listen to some artists and I'm like, mm. and then you're like, dang, where Jiggable go? Can't can't we get somebody find them and have them yeah. put together a new album? So, you know, I don't want to you know uh, get get our show in trouble picking on current artists or anything <laughs> like that we like you all in our special way but um but yeah it's it's like um this was such a, a treat that you want a follow-up right mm. and uh and and it's it's and we've been very lucky with the albums we've been picking um yeah. that they're really gems of yeah uh, of musical um uh what i want to say a, a a musical delight that is just as fresh now as when they were released right mm-hmm. and that's what's making this fun to go back right <laughs> and you're like yeah it still sounds good yeah because you know I'm waiting for us to pick something and be like, mm, why did we pick that? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> but we haven't done that yet, knock on wood. So um and and that's and that's partly, I guess, why the nineties has has been such an important influence on, on both of us because yeah. of that, right? Yeah. So, and I love it can still be as is evident with my experience of this album. I love how it's it can still be like a, a period of music, a decade of music that you can still find discovery in, you know, even yeah. though, you know, I was, I was, I was there uh, in essence to kind of still discover things uh, from, from that kind of era is, is just, it's such a joy it really, really is. So what made you pick this album out of interest? Like, uh, I think we, at one point we had a, we had tribe on the, on the, we on the were, and, and, and yeah, they're remember. coming. We're going to have, Oh yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm very excited, for the but... people who are listening. They're like, well, what you turned down tribe. No, no, we didn't turn <laughs> down tribe. We're going to talk about tribe, but, um, we just, um, I think life came up and, you know, the end of the year and we were thinking how we were going to kick off this year. And we, you know, we discussed it and, and actually I had picked something else and, and you were like, mm. and then, oh, I, I know what I, I picked oh, yes. black sheep. So, yeah. And, I, and could, we were, I, I may as well confess to that one as well. Yeah. I, I knew the group, uh, as, as, uh, Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. That was the, the yes. name of the album. Uh-huh. Yes. And I, I hadn't, I hadn't heard it. And uh, I haven't got it yet. It's on my list. It will be on my next kind of Amazon, um, uh, uh, you know, swoop of purchases I do every now and then. So it's on the list and it will get purchased immediately. But uh, 
or, or next next time I'm, I'm i'm purchasing basically so oh yeah uh, so no i look problem. forward to having a chat about that but again that's the thing a period still it could still be a period of discovery so right yeah. and so when you said that you hadn't heard it yet i'm like oh well then we're not gonna i wanted you to have something that um that you could you know quickly get and then try and i'm like okay let's 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 go with diggable because mm. i was like yeah and then, and then i don't know i think that day when we were when i was i was in a diggable mood i don't know because you know, <laughs> i was trying to come with a different group and i'm like oh yeah we could do them so and um and then and then boom that was how the selection goes because yeah. usually we we kind of brainstorm right away so that we can start our hunt you know we're just yeah. giving backstory <laughs> now to those who care to listen <laughs> Oh, uh, so we know, so we don't get caught like we did. We were like, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What about you? I don't know. So, you know, we like, and, you know, rock, paper, scissors. Yes. And, and no. So we, um, we came to, you know, give this, I, I offered the selection. You said yes. And then we started to delve in and I'm, I'm really glad that you, you enjoyed this as much as I do. Yeah. Um, and hopefully the listeners will will you know give it a, give it a try as well if they haven't already and, and enjoy it as much as we do too you know absolutely there is yeah. a um something i was going to throw at you mm-hmm. uh I'm hopefully not too unfairly um, it, do you have the cd in front of you out of interest I I don't have the city okay. in front of me, but I'll wing it. I'll you know, so, okay. but, you know. <laughs> my copy of the CD again. This was released in ninety oh ninety four ninety four. My copy of the CD um, has a bonus kind of a uh, like those perforated like uh, <sighs> additional like tabs, uh, courtesy of the label this came out on Pendulum Records, and it right. has a questionnaire. And oh. um, yeah, so it wants to know about, I guess, the people that have bought the record. So Rhonda, I'm going to throw you the questionnaire. I'm gonna okay, this is going to be, mm, this is so good. We, all right, all right, let's try. Really we'll see. Uh, it's either going to go really well or it's going to bomb. But we're going to fix <laughs> no, no, it. We're going to make great. it work. Either that or I'll have you cut this whole part out. But okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. No, no let's have, go, let's go. All right. I have three seconds per question. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> uh, so it opens obviously name, uh, address, city, zip code, etc., etc. So moving on. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Here we go. Name three places that you buy your music. And I, I guess back then, oh, iTunes, back then, sure, okay. no, no, no yeah. answer back then. No, no, no. But you can you want now? now? But like now, okay. Oh, um, <laughs> whatever. If it, actually, that's a good point. If you want to, if something okay. nostalgic pops into mind, you're more so than welcome to let's, answer. Let's do well. Back then, I was a, a Tower Records nut, so I'd oh, go yes, to Tower Records, or um, we had the warehouse for a little bit that tried to be competition, but. Really, for me, it was it was Tower Records that I would get a lot of my music. So, and then awesome. yeah, mm-hmm. did you have local okay. stores that you would frequent out of interest? Um, there were other uh, record stores, but even in even when I was growing up, especially when this album dropped, Tower was the big um, chain record store in Sacramento. So right. there was at least 
um, two that I would frequent and they'd have uh, like the bookstore with it so that I could do music and books. And so I could be in there for, <laughs> I could get lost just between those, mm. those two uh, stores and be a kid in a candy store for me. Awesome. There was uh, so the next question is name your, Again, now this would be fascinating, I guess, for a now and then. Um, oh, okay. I, I guess you couldn't, obviously, back then, no internet radio, so you couldn't have listened to uh-huh. just everything. But now it's name your three favorite radio stations. So, oh. yeah, would you have been restricted <laughs> to local stuff or uh, how much of, like, was Hot 97 even, like, a thing back then? Uh, no. Could you access it from where you were? No. Um. No, I would listen um, around that time. I would either like we had um, 107.7 was like our hip hop um, or um, I would actually KBLX was a jazz station. KKSF cool. was jazz. Um, but I would also listen to a lot of um, there was like a couple other hip-hop contemporary radio stations locally that i listened to so it was it was a mix of that then Mm -hmm. uh it says name your three favorite djs and then brackets it says radio or club oh geez now see (laughs) (laughs) uh that's hard i i didn't have favorite DJs. So maybe, okay. The one guy I really liked John Chung, uh, cause his, his name pops up in my head. And then there was a one guy, Kevin Nash, I think was his name. Um, because they would, pl- well, Kevin, Kevin would play Michelle and Diggio cello. So he liked her and, and he supported her music. So I, I that's why I remember him. Um, John Chung, he would step in to to do the late night um, radio station every once in a while. He'd fill in um, on the late night for KK for um, KBLX, so his voice was like this late night jazz thing. But he only did it every once in a while. He wasn't the the normal right. guy. So I thought that was like the coolest job. I and mean, like, oh. If I could do that, I don't want to do this all the time, but every once in a while I'd come in. <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, and I had those aspirations back then. Um, Kevin Brown in the morning, he was also um, a different Kevin, but um, on KBLX, because I would listen to it in the morning as I was getting ready before I went to class. So I, I guess those are the names that pop up for me now. Okay. But, awesome. Yeah. Uh, name your three favorite kinds of music. Uh, it's in brackets. It says no particular order. Ooh, then um, mm. was was hip hop. Wow. Um, jazz. Um, and I would say soul. Um, now it's more house. Um. And I'm actually, I didn't know it was called yacht, yacht music. I don't even know how you get that. Where you have like, um, I'm like, what? Uh, where like you have um, 
the wings, right? Paul McCartney and the wings, or you have Fleetwood Mac. Cause so we're, I'm going to step out. Cause you know, I did that project with you for magic and I was going back and listening to different music that I grew up listening to like the Doobie brothers and, and, um, and even on this, I pulled out like Al Green and um, Electric Light Orchestra. Just this, this I, I had a, a real mix of music, even though I'm like just narrowing it down to three choices. <laughs> but um, it all has influenced um, my love of music as a whole. Even I, even when I didn't think I liked classical music. When I heard it, it was like, oh, I, I watched Looney Tunes cartoons growing up. <laughs> yeah. That so yeah. yeah, I like classical music, right? So, um, so I, I so all of that around about way to say that I, I like a great deal of music. I can't even say I don't like country because I like Reba McIntyre, and and you know, there's a lot of other uh, performers that you know, I'll go, I went to go see, you know, in, in concert. And so I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. You know, cause friends like country and then, you know, they bring you along and you're like, Oh, okay. This is like different. And, and I love Latin music as well. So, and, and, um, and Samba. So all of, all of that, you know, which very good. Yeah. So yacht music is like Eagles and Paul yes. McCartney. Wow. Yes. Okay. Right. No, not- yeah. And I'm like, who made that up? I don't even, you know, the police. I'm like, what? I don't, you know. Um, it's a terrible term. Like it, it is. It sounds I'm very like, kind, of, kind of elitist in a weird way, doesn't it? Like it does. Like and those groups really aren't that way at all. I'm like, mm. how did that? But, you know, I don't. Who makes these things? They didn't have a day job long. I could tell because they're like, that's what you made? That's what your career move? That's okay. That's their legacy. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Grand opening. And we're going to have to give you another job. So, okay, so you know. Uh, what um, are your three favorite magazines? Oh. Um, huh. uh, then... Mm. I think I would, I don't know. It would, it would have probably been something like black enterprise or jet or ebony slash PC mag slash some computer tech thing. Cause you wow. know, was, Even back then you were into from a general interest or were you sort of career driven at that point towards what yeah. you wanted to be? Okay. Yeah, that it catered to where I was in terms of right. work. Yeah, so that's bizarre. Now that okay. I look back, <laughs> okay. I don't know if I should be admitting this stuff. Okay, so Imran, <laughs> how do we edit out some of this? Okay, <laughs> don't worry. I'll just keep repeating hmm. that bit where you go. I was five. I was five. I was yeah. five. <laughs> I just keep slotting that in at various points. <laughs> Sure you were. Sure you were five. Okay, so yeah. You know you're going to have to answer some of this, right? It can't just all be on me, I hope. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, um, oh, oh, you gloss over that part, huh? Okay, sir. I'm trying to think what... what... <laughs> no, no. I'm trying to think what I could provide a genuinely interesting answer for. Because, um, like, 
so what were my fa- my three favorite DJs? Like uh-huh. I, I I kind of I got into music like as a as a passion thing so late. And even like in the nineties when I really kind of started listening to it and embracing it, it wasn't really through radio. Ah. Uh, so I honestly don't there's really no no one I can I can cite in for that one. Yeah. Um, and mm, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, because oh. part of me too didn't. I mean, my whole thing with with re- talking on the radio is like I was trying to record whatever songs they were playing, so I really wanted right. them to like wrap it up, so then I could start recording. So, <laughs> you know, you know, I was just like, wrap it, boom, record. So you know, then I could take that little sample, right? Because you can get downloads everywhere. But back then, no, you were excited if you got, you know you know, a, a good song that you wanted off the radio at the time. Right? Yeah. You know, people are like, what? Really? Oh my God. <laughs> you know, so yeah, you had to do that. So, you know, oh yes. So yeah. yeah. Um, um, mm-hmm. There's one here that says, what are your three oh. favorite cuts on the album? We've really, we've kind of discussed that, I guess. Oh yeah. We, yeah. More than three, but uh Yeah. yeah. Uh, what were the last three cassettes that you bought? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I don't even. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can sub that for the last three albums that you bought recently, if you like, or that you got your hands on in, in some capacity, but uh, oh. it doesn't have to be cassettes. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm like, that's... That's so not even doable right now. Yeah, no, um, absolutely not. No. Um, I think um, I just, I, I got the um, Prince, um, what was the, 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 the last reissue? The um, Sign of the Times one? Yeah, the, I got Ooh. that. Um, oh, so good. And, uh, and, and see, we ended up plugging him anyway. So we were determined. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and um, I, I just bought Lettucey and. Oh, a, a new one. Yes. Okay. And who else did I get? Um um i think oh and i picked up uh robert glasper's newest one um f your feelings oh wow so, yeah yeah mm-hmm. there's some great songs so, on that one yeah yeah but uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this I is this the, is interesting yeah, that's the whole thing. there's there's one more wow. Uh oh, which is um, okay. Yeah, drum roll. Uh, which, well, no, it's probably okay. the most okay. un- un- uninspired one. But uh, oh. from a marketing perspective, it's, oh. it's it's valuable for them. But it's how did you first hear about this artist or record? Did you see an ad? Get it in a record store. Read a review. Radio club from a friend. Other, please explain. Other. Other. So, um, I would say, um, well, at that time so we could say music video, but from their first album. And so then that's what drew me to the release, this release. So, yeah. 
Well, congratulations. You've answered the Pendulum Records questionnaire. Uh, yes. yeah, the 1994, I should say, Pendulum <laughs> Records questionnaire. Yes. And they're, are they still in business? I hope so. I don't know. I, I have no, no. idea. I, I, yeah. I, I've got something. We ca- we gathered information for them and we can't even share it with them. Darn it! It's, it's a part of EMI. Oh, uh, oh! So then, Yell Kid is still around. But, yeah. So, know. Blowout Comb. It says here was uh, one of their most prominent releases. They had Melissa Morgan, Lords of the Underground. Melissa Morgan. I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Imprint label distributed by Electra. Oh, wow. I remember Electra. Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Hey, okay. This is, well, you know, thank you very much. We, we shared the difference. I mean, you know, each one of these shows has the, the, its own unique uniqueness to it. You know, yeah. we have fun with it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. so okay, I wait, guess, wait. But hmm. no, you could. What, what are your three favorite tracks off the album? You can do that. Ooh, one. I would say um, Black Ego, Dog It, and Four Four Corners. Ah, uh, I would probably yeah. Those are and my Four Corners is, has nothing to do with Four Corners. No. Our show. I keep, but it I keep is wanting to parallel. my pronunciation because it's like it's not four hours is four corners four. like one That's one two three four four corners this is four like f o r like this is no, four no, corners I, so I always try true. to not say it in a way that's four corners. <laughs> no, no, but I wanted to take the opportunity to plug the other show and I did. So, so there we go. Yes, so this is great cool. idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are those are probably my 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 three favorites uh okay. yeah from from the album um yeah they're amazing those are honestly like uh, i think black ego in particular musically it just like pr- the production is incredible and it's one of those ones where you just th- there's no telling for me what would constitute the sample and what would constitute the actual sort of the live music you know it just it's just so brilliantly put together it really really is yes so yeah, so if I were picking a closing number, that mm-hmm. would have probably been it. However, oh. however, I'm not picking mm. the closing number. No, you don't get you that distinction. Are the closing number. <laughs> you give you share all the treats with me. Thank you so much, Imran. So, <laughs> so what I'm guessing this is a song you've, we've not mentioned. No, no, yet. no, no. We, oh, we, we have, have mentioned it. We have oh, mentioned okay. it. But I'm I'm doing the twist. I'm gonna give the live <laughs> version so that you know nice. do something, you know, just add to it, you know. So we're gonna go with Jetton, but the live version of Jetton. So okay. it's got a you know a little jazzy segue into there, uh, and then that section I think is really nice. It ties into what we've been discussing with them as far as a group where they have the live instrumentation and so you get to hear their vocals and enjoy the musicianship playing with them and yeah excellent were they a band you ever saw live no and you know hopefully knock on wood i will yeah yeah well they still do they still tour i think they they i know that they stopped sort of making new music but they do still or they would still get back together and I, i hope so um like this live was a performance in Philly, so you know I'll just have to be on the lookout if they uh, they go out on tour when 
you know, things are better and, yeah. you know, people are able to get out again. Um, so I am looking forward to that when that opportunity comes Amazing. back. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be incredibly, massively envious if you were, were able oh. to swing that. But you have a long list of, <laughs> of really awesome live acts. So I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you managed to secure this one as well. You know, it, well, you, you helped me secure Prince, so I'm, you know, I'm yeah, my Paisley Park experience. So I know, yeah. who knows, you know, what happens? Just be open to it when it comes. That's what I'll say. Hey, She now rivers of style. Fresh kids. Yeah, stories complete. Such a fresh kid. Yo, we rolling through them Philly yeah. streets with the new home beat at the parliament. Seven up, see no steel, no equal. But, but the, the sun and that's funky. Yeah. So he's back. The G is back as an old D. Hustler walks in New York, two fronts say Gucci, we make Lucci, and never hesitates to say, slap hands with my mans from the lands of crooks, being lovely over generous on the plans with hooks, burn must, wear kush, it's flat bush, share the pictures instrumental cause it's ash to dust, like the hit lie deep, be fam tight tight, beat the vocal throwing any joint that's right, let me fly, ease back to G's back with the R. Sun is in the clouds on loud. I got raised by the dim street lights of Fort City. My heroes died in prison. George Jackson. Action, she's but flying on cool iron and I'm rock. No, no one, let's scramble. It's got me and my money. 
Weavy like Bobby and ever cut me in money. But Herbie Boulevard and Pia. One love, gun, love, come free to land with us. Please, they cannot shoot this punch and creamy, lavish nuts. Before we probably rather dime, baggy, guess some Tim. But I put that on the BK, LYN, and that's funky. So he's back, the G is back as a new